0: This is a podcast from the Smart Material Collective, made by nerds, funded by the listeners.
2: You're introducing. Uh, what am I introducing? You say. Then we can
3: do it and then we can do it. Like, <laughs>
2: Hello. I am Sahel. These are my friends. Good day. What am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Why Aren't You a Doctor? Hello, Hello and welcome to the show. You might remember me
0: from the show. Welcome.
2: I'm here with my friends, Alex. All
0: right, he's doing it on fucking purpose. Let's, um, let me be a professional. You do,
2: you do. You do, you do. I was already. That's right. you
0: do. Oh, you weren't ready. Okay, you ready now?
2: You do, you do. Give <sighs>
0: Hello and welcome to Why Aren't You A Doctor Yet? Yes, it's that science and tech podcast that you love to hate to love. I am Alex Lathbridge. I'm joined, of course, by Oz Ismail, Hannah Ayub, and Sahel Patel. You heard Sahel's voice there earlier doing terrible, terrible, like did a terrible job. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Also,
3: let's talk about how your intro has become refined since I did a refined intro last time.
0: And so how have you lot been this week? It's been cold. Yeah It's been cold Cold. It's been cold Cold, cold summer
4: Do you know what makes it colder? What? Coming back from a tropical island It's
0: true Oh no Oh no
4: So cold I walked out like the doors that he (laughs) threw And was just like What am I doing? What is
3: this? What is this? Speaking of tropical, mm-hmm. I booked myself a flight to Sri Lanka. Wait, sorry, what?
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> what is this?
4: And you decided to break this to Alex whilst we're yeah, recording?
3: live, yes. <laughs> live reactions, you guys. Live reaction. Alex just shit
0: himself. Oh, like, oh, we have recording dates in the spreadsheet. The the
3: world is well connected, Alex. I will still be there for the recordings, even with the time difference. What are you doing there? <laughs> Just gonna see my family. <laughs> you know I have family. I we're your family. We
0: were... I thought the audience was your family. I the audience we are were... also
3: my family, but you know, my bird family.
0: Birth family. My bird family. Your yeah. bird family. <laughs> Birth <laughs> oh God. Oh God. <laughs> In the news this week, I've actually seen something really interesting, mm. and it's sort of it's, it's come around a lot. It's the world's first male contraceptive injection. They say it could be available within six months, and uh, it's not pill. It is an injection into the scrotum. What did you just say? It was.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard <getting> that. <laughs> But it's not Like also You know if it's an injection That's going through your scrotum Like the skin There's like a lot of skin And very little tissue there So like it's not As terrible As people make it out to You've be. ever been Lightly brushed On your balls that... Are you saying Every time your underwear Brushes against your balls No but you know if you're, you're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Okay you need to see a doctor like that About that Because them I, them. I have good control <laughs> Over my Sensitivities downstairs Do Sorry oh. what Are you the
0: <laughs> What kind of
3: Fact, T- sorry, sorry. Are you the testicular terminator? What's <laughs> that like, yeah, I just know. Testicular What? <laughs> 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 what, what? Sorry, I, I just that. know to ha- ha- handle my balls, you guys.
2: Then, uh, he's got a fucking like, steel shield on his mm. balls, man. Just like, you can get those.
3: Yeah. So wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let me go down that route. You can get those. So.
0: Jeez, okay. God, God. But um, this injection, it's reversible. It's called Resug, Reversible Inhibition of Sperm Under Guidance. And uh, its it uses this sort of really interesting polymer. It's called... Um, Sterine malaic anhydride it was invented in like the 70s and it has like spermacidal properties so it inhibits sperm production it's injected into the vas deferens so sperm containing tube near the testicles and um you know you get your local anesthetic so it's fine to so hail exactly right? you don't have to be freaked out by anything you're balls to be right Yes, sen- <laughs> are sensitive balls they're very be- emotional yeah and so i mean so i think it was in 1984 That um, the the Indian Institute of Technology that um, some of the first research into this took place, and now thirty five years later, we're like finally there. And you know, it it is reversible. So clinical trials have have been completed now. I think in India, yeah. And so six to seven more months, um, hopefully, before it is usable. And once this goes out, if this goes out, once it gets approved, this will be the first male contraceptive offered to consumers in the world. And it's being marketed as a long-term alternative to to a vasectomy rather than being like a short-term option like the implant or a coil is in women. And Mm. people are losing their fucking mind.
4: People lose their fucking minds every time we talk about men controlling fertility in themselves.
0: Mm. So people, Mm. uh, first and foremost, the reason people are losing their shit, Mm. it's an injection. first of
3: all the the fact when you say it's an injection it sounds a lot worse than it like basically if you summarize that someone would a soundbite would be it's an injection into your dick that's not true first of all right fair point people don't want needles going in their junk is one of the arguments for users to not take up this option what what are the fears would you think people would have around this
4: i just feel like the press as a whole like just goes a bit hysterical LOL, um, gendered word. About
2: (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm so funny. (laughs) Come on, you had a point. What are you gonna say?
4: I feel like the press goes a bit hysterical about like minor inconveniences or minor discomfort from like as a side effect of male contraceptive, whilst completely ignoring the absolute shit show that is female contraception. That's true, that's true, because my friend got coiled recently. Exactly.
2: And the... it's incredibly painful, gives yeah. you like cramps and bleeding. And
4: you get like incredible cramps, like yeah. heavy bleeding for days periods which are already the world's worst thing like you know are heavier and more painful for months afterwards and like we just ignore that as a sort of you know oh well it's just you know part and parcel of being a woman and then like we say that oh my god one injection it's the worst thing
2: yeah <clears throat> no no i agree with you but men men are big babies i don't know if you realize this the term you said <laughs> no no i accept it, it's true i don't deny it but and also i've seen the coil at the the marina coil and that shit is fucking scary, bruv. It's like, man, I can't believe women put that inside of them because that shit looks mad.
4: Just like, I really think that any man who hasn't done this should just Google what interuterine devices generally look like. They are terrifying.
2: They, did the, you know that like the movie Alien? It's like that.
4: It's also like there's apparently strings hanging down from them that you have to check to make sure it's in the right place. Like... <laughs> But we've got enough shit to
2: do. I, I think per, no. I think it's fair, fair that this is finally happening. Actually, saying that because you know we're talking about contraceptive, right? It is very like oh, it's the woman's problem, um, and you know, I mean, we've had <laughs> condoms and things like that in terms of uh, contraception, which are you could argue are not very easy to use sometimes, and they've hindered this whole mood. Something like you know what I mean every guy's been there, right? And uh, so no. I think it's just. Uh,
0: not in the slightest. You fucking
2: lie <laughs> bastard. No, g-
0: generally it's very easy and if you've got a partner that is good natured and a partner that you actually want to have sex with, they understand. It's true. Alex is just showing
3: off the fact that he's been in a loving relationship <laughs> since he was a fetus. This is, this is true, he's been in a loving relationship. Is but
4: Alex a- still a fetus?
3: He is compared to the rest
2: of us. <laughs> Carry on. Wow, shade is thrown. Shade is enthroned. Shades enthroned. Uh, as a heterosexual male, though, I would say uh, that I, I, when I would consider it, I would consider it if I was in a long-term relationship with someone because you still have those problems of like catching an STI and things like that, which kind of means actually you should really ought to be wearing some type of protection, having sex, if you're having casual sex with people, new people, partners. So I think if you've got a long-term partner and it makes sense for you guys to do it, but you don't know if you're going to have kids, etc., then
3: you know i think it's a good option but yeah. also let's remember it's, it's the first it's the first product of its kind that's mm. around mm. For, for the longest time contraception the responsibility has been placed on women so there are many different options most of them not ideal but still the responsibility has been placed on women mm. which means now that this product has passed clinical trials mm. it paves the way for more products that are perhaps less scary than an injection to to be developed and
0: probably are being developed
4: i think there are currently clinical trials going on in the uk for a gel
0: mm, vasal, okay. vasal gel um but mm. it's you know it, it is wild and it's been touted as a long-term like alternative to a vasectomy and i imagine there's lots of like issues if you have like trans people people who are transitioning and people who haven't got their like their body in mind with their like gender identity and that sort of body dysmorphia. So like if you still have a penis and testicles and you don't want that by having yet got surgery, but you would like to have sex, you know, having that control and the ability to not have-
4: Giving people control of their bodies is usually a good
0: thing. Usually a good thing. I mean, as someone who I'm turning out there, Mm. I don't actually want kids. Yeah, um, which is well, they don't want you, Alex. So, <laughs> <laughs> the joke is
4: okay.
0: Like,
4: like the beat, me- like the level of meanness, to Alex has gone up. I think a bit too many because he forgot
2: the mics. That's
0: why we're all mad at him secretly.
2: <laughs> How dare you make me hold this mic if I have two, hours.
0: Well,
4: what were you saying, Alex?
0: I was going to say someone who doesn't like want kids. You know, both my partner and I, we're not. Mm. We don't want children, and um, as someone like. When you go to a GP as, you know, someone who's under the age of 30 and they ask for, like, you know, I'd like to have a vasectomy, they are very reticent to, like, say, oh, yeah, they, they like, GPs I've spoken to have been like, wait, you have to wait, you have to wait. Mm-hmm. And that's wild because, mm. like, I, I've heard the same thing with um, people who are trying to get... Um, Oh, what's it called when you have a either
4: a hysterectomy, which is removing the womb, or their tubes tied.
0: Yeah, so getting tubes tied or getting a hysterectomy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, similarly they have the you know same issues and stuff. So having this, I can just go in, get a nurse to put in. That'd be great, you know. Um, but you know, there is still that issue mm-hmm. of of mm-hmm. you know, what happens once this thing becomes commonplace? Do you think people will be more likely to I'm have thinking, present sex? I think yeah. Oz. You've spoken about previously with hiv and prep mm-hmm. in the lgbt community of mm-hmm. gay men you were like saying that people aren't wearing condoms because they're like oh it's fine
3: exactly so there is it, uh, the prep whilst i completely agree that prep has been one of the greatest like discoveries uh, to tr- minimize and eradicate hiv It is a problem in terms of other STDs because the the culture around sex has changed. People, while the condoms have come off because of PrEP, because you can't, you no longer can transmit HIV or get HIV because uh, of how PrEP works. um, It does mean that people don't want to wear condoms anymore. So like Suhail pointed out, STDs other you have to still be aware of other stuff like STDs that mm. you can pass without a barrier
0: Hmm. But I think it's, you know, it's, it's really interesting that now we've got to, what, 2019, where we're finally getting to a point where we can talk about this. But, you know, I think the female contraceptive pill was like 1960, around that time. Yeah. So, like 1960. So, there is a, what, that's almost 60 years, like a 60-year difference. Yeah. And there have been so many barriers in place. Like, one of them has been people saying, like, oh, well, the side effects of male contraceptives that we've, you know, looked at in the past have been things like depression, <laughs> anxiety, like, oh, you know, just so many. Difficulties, and so many women have been there. Like, oh, so many people. Wow, Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know, and and so many people have been there. Like, the you know oral pills that you know women take have the same issues
4: yeah like massive issues with depression anxiety um there's evidence that being on the hormonal pill changes who you're attracted to yeah i've like, about
2: this there yeah. are
4: horror stories of women like coming off the pill and then being like shit i'm not actually attracted to my partner um yeah
2: apparently it changes the way you the the genetics of a person affects your attraction to them and that's affected so it changes
4: how you react to pheromones yeah that's it um so pheromones are these like chemicals that we all release which are like really important part of attraction you're on contraceptives i'm on the combined pill and i'm actually on it because it's like the one thing that seems to sort out my mental health so before i went on it i was spending like two weeks of every month at least feeling you know sort of pathologically anxious really depressed like borderline suicidal and You know some people are always saying to me like oh so do you like not believe that therefore it can cause those things i'm like no like that's actually proof that this is a drug that is really psychoactive that has a massive impact on the brain and in me that's a positive impact but in other people that's a really negative impact and like I won't lie, there's there's a there is definitely a tiny bit of me that reads those horror stories. It's like like you know if I wasn't on the pill, would I be attracted to my boyfriend? <laughs> like you know it worries you.
0: God, I hope your boyfriend listens to this.
4: He doesn't. He doesn't listen to our podcast. Oh or... wow!
0: Oh wow! Well, dump him. No. <laughs> um, um, but so when it came to like choosing contraceptives, because of such a wide variety, like what is the landscape like? I with, mean, for, with that.
4: So for me, like I was. I was on the pill long before it was a contraception for me. So it was more about mental health and also avoiding like really, really awful periods, like the sort of periods that were like putting me in bed for like days of every month. Mm. Um, and because the pill works so well for that I wouldn't really look at other options because especially like looking at some you know knowing how awful my periods have been in the past like the thought of like the coil or the implant just like like literally when even when you, you lot were discussing it earlier like I was you probably saw me like cringing and shuddering like I am aware of how much pain that bit of my body can be in and I never want to go back to it mm. um, so I feel like yeah like I'm quite happy with my choices but yeah it, you, you just you I've actually found that like one of the it's been really quite distressing to like talk to friends about having the coil put in or making that decision and you know it it's traumatic like mm. I think it's really like you know uh trauma is the right word for mm. what the coil and other implants are like for some people
0: Absolutely. So let's bring that back to the male uh will so it's just it's contraceptive- just is yeah. it your voice? Any
1: man knows.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow. Is it? Is it track three on this mixer? It's, because
1: the it best
2: is. contraceptive is crippling anxiety and low self-esteem.
0: Fuck <laughs> It's true, though. <laughs> so, so, so basically, there are three of us here who have a vested interest in this. And Oz is sort of, he's been sitting in the corner, preening himself, looking at the, himself. Because in the mirror, uh, at there's hair.
3: no risk of me impregnating
0: anyone. So, well, so, so now he's come back on the low self-esteem bit and has something to say.
3: I was just going to say, uh, no. <laughs> just no. <laughs> I don't think that's a contraceptive. <laughs> that that's is a, like a whole other can of worms <laughs> that you just opened. What?
0: That's a cry for help let's talk about afterwards no but
2: okay
0: (laughs) so hannah what do you feel about the male contraceptive do you think that it's something that should be used and should be used widespread
4: i think i mean whether it should sort of be used by individuals that's up to them you know um as individuals or as couples but like should it be available hell yes you know i think that there needs to be options there need to be like you know especially when we do think about say the side effects of some of the female contraception available like you know if you have a man and woman in a heterosexual relationship and it's a woman who has issues with depression who's found that when she goes on the pill she's suicidal then that is a perfect example where you know the guy who loves her should have options mm. you know that like the fact that condoms are the only option in that case is just ridiculous
0: yeah so if you have like an allergy to latex and you somehow only find that out you know when you first use condoms um that isn't a personal experience or anything mm. um it's not like i'm, I'm Alex, free. there
3: are latex free condoms i can give you some if you want
0: <laughs> I, I don't have an allergy i was just it was a setup for a bit of a joke We've talked about PrEP and stuff like with HIV and um, gay men and stuff. And I think you mentioned the idea of like trusting someone, trusting if someone was uh, trusting their HIV status or trusting like the fact that if they were on PrEP and stuff and, you know, a big narrative around the male contraceptive and contraceptive in general is would you trust that the person says they're on contraception that they actually are? And with something like this, I imagine it would be like a big thing
3: i i can i can see that being uh a, p- a point that's being raised with this conversation and if we compare it again to the prep thing my, my, like my experience of it is i uh, you have to use your common sense when it comes to your interactions with people who you have only met once or twice or meeting for the first time and you're going to have a like a sexual relationship with them for me, I just I wouldn't trust someone until I actually know them. I've spent time with them. Once I've spent time with someone, then it's you you establish a level of trust where you can have an open conversation about sex and then you discuss the nature and the type of sex you're going to to have and where you're going to take it. And I think it's similar with this. You you should be able to it, it should be a- available first as an option so that people can then start to have those conversations. So,
0: okay. What's the question again? My question to you, I'm mm. going to flip it is um, you're meeting someone for the first time, yeah. and she says she's on contraception. Yeah, would you trust? Like, would you trust that she's in fact on like the pill or has an implant or? I would trust a them, hundred yeah? percent.
2: And I'd what what, what
0: makes you trust someone?
2: Because I'm an idiot. But <laughs> apart from that, um, no. But I, 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 in that situation, I think actually it's more of a burden on. The woman to, if 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 they were to become, you know, if 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 my potent seed was to, you know, somehow, I'm just a joke. It's a joke, Alex. Uh, uh, if it was to, was to. If,
4: We've got like control <laughs> of women. Yeah.
2: Just, you, you know what I mean? Like, if, if it was, it'd be more bad on her, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? And there's never been a time in the past where I have questioned that, when someone said, I'm on the pill. I have never questioned that. But saying that, I've never really had that situation where I've set with someone who's under pill who haven't got to know first. So trust them anyway in mm-hmm. that context. So it's hard to say uh I have a way to be honest. So
0: because it's about the male contraceptive like injection and male contraception in general, Hannah, would you trust someone who says, Yeah, I've got the injection?
4: I would. And that's for me because if I was even in a position to have that conversation, I would trust that person a hundred percent. But I think there's a wider thing here of the trust conversation often falls into quite like gendered stereotypes. And so so Hale's right, you know, generally in society, if someone gets pregnant, the person who's carrying that child is going to have a bigger burden. But the whole like point behind everyone having choice is that each individual however they decide to live their lives however they decide to have sex with people who they've just met or who they are in a long you know term relationship with every person should have a choice to, you know, be like, I trust what they said, or I want to sort out my own contraception, you know. And so it's so often made into this thing of, oh, would you really trust a guy to take a pill every day, like when it could get you pregnant? But equally, like, why should any guy trust any woman? You know, they should also have the option to prevent pregnancy.
0: I mean, the last thing I kind of want to ask all of you, um, because of how it is, you know, it's a single injection. It lasts for 13 years. You know, it doesn't need any Surgery. Do you worry about because of its ease, the ability to, for it to be misused? Because the first thing people are always saying is sterilization.
2: Well, that people might use it as a yeah. way to sterilize people without yeah. the choice. Well, yeah. So if, if you get people
0: in the room yeah. and you're yeah. like, oh, we're running a test or something, or oh, if you have this injection, um, we'll give you money or you know, something like that. Yeah, Yeah, where for 13 years they can no longer have children.
3: Do you mean in like societies where they try to control their people and basically practice modern day eugenics? Yeah. You live
4: in a country where drug addicts can have their benefits taken away from them if they aren't on contraception just for the record.
0: Wow. That's mad. So, you know, somewhere like (laughs) with the (laughs) and the You know, regimes in the world where they have minorities who they might want to suppress. Mm. If something like this becomes mainstream and usable, like it is a always it's, it's a is genuine you're talking about or shut <laughs> <Stop> the <here. laughs> You can very easily be taken off of iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say about <laughs>
4: Moving on. No, but
0: do you? Do I And mean, what do you think about that? Do you think that is a knee-jerk reaction, or is it something? Do you think in the grand scheme of how this isn't a, a, a contraceptive thing? This is about how science is used. I mean, what do you feel about that? How when science becomes mainstream like that?
4: I think it's it's a worry. It's a problem. But this is where can, contraception came from in the first place. Like you want to go right back to the like the first pill and Marie Stopes and wanting to suppress essentially you know reproduction in working class communities like I given that that's been sort of in the very backbone of contraception from the beginning I think yes it's something we should talk about but hell no is it a reason to stop the development of male contraception
3: with not just this any science and technological development it's always the fear but we can't let that fear hold back the progress of science can we you know what yeah even though
2: I'm afraid of people putting things in my balls. Um, I, I think I think you're right. It's good to have options, and actually, the burden of contraception should be should be shared. It shouldn't be oh, you know, women have to take a pill or put this device in them. Um, and yeah, there should be options in those situations where it, it makes more sense for the men to matter or for the women, depending on how that relationship is and dynamic of it. Uh, but I still think we've got a long way to go yeah. to, re- to achieve that qual- quality.
0: Do we feel like we've learned something new today? I've learned some shit. Man, straight
3: guys. <laughs> straight problems. I I think. Straight problems. That's all I have to say about it.
0: Straight guys, straight problems. The hits are at it again. Oh, here we go. Bloody
3: hits. Hit males.
0: <laughs> Hannah, how do you feel?
4: How do I feel? Um, I guess I feel hopeful. Like I'm glad that another option has come out. Um, I think, you know, it's actually quite promising that it's a longer term option as well. Like I know I mentioned there were problems with it earlier, but also, you know, I don't think the whole sort of like compliance thing, Yeah, you know, I think it's a, anything that has to be taken every day or used regularly is always going to be risky. So it is quite promising that there's something that is long term but can be reversible.
0: I mean... I'm just happy that the world is changing and I can't wait to see where this goes. And hopefully uh, this will make it a lot easier because it's very difficult to get vasectomies for some reason when you're under the age of 30 <laughs> here in the fucking UK. <laughs> I've been Alex Lathbridge, of course. We've been joined by Sahail. What's up, my gangsters? Oz. Bye-bye. And Hannah. Bye. And this has been Why Aren't You Talk To Yet. Peace. See you next time, I guess. Refined.